and we are back. This was Rad Podcast, a podcast where two guys talk about movies because they were rad. I am Paul. I am Greg. That might be the fastest we've gotten into recording and starting ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it great. You know why? Military precision, Paul. Uh, yes. For, 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 for a, a tribute to the troops. A salute. A salute. To the armed forces. Yes, all branches. Uh, even you, Coast Guard. Hey, I've heard the Coast Guard is quite difficult to get into. Uh, you know, actually, when I was a kid, it was one of those things where, like, when I was going to finish high school, it was a consideration because I uh, I worked with this guy who went to the Coast Guard. Uh, and then I realized that's an actual military branch. And uh, I didn't just feel like doing that. Yeah, so I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> oh, there's actual work involved? <laughs> no, he definitely described that as just like a carnival cruise with uniforms. <laughs> and that's not what it is at all. No, no. So, I imagine it's not. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are the salute to the troops. Uh, if uh, if I've put my effort in, you've, you've heard a new intro, and I hope that was rad. Uh, <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> I'm going to put some work into it. Nice. Yeah. So we were going to cover uh, again. Invasion USA. And once again, I hate your it has slipped from our grasp and <laughs> is no longer anywhere as far as we can tell. Six months, Greg. We, we had six <laughs> we months. Any time we could have done it. Nope, we didn't bother. Yeah. So instead, I said, uh, hey, you know what? I remember there being a rad movie that's on HBO right now called... Heartbreak Ridge, Clint yeah. Eastwood uh, starring and directing. And Paul said, I've never seen that movie. I don't even know what it is. Nope. And I said, perfect. What a better, what <laughs> better movie could there possibly be for well, us to cover? Actually, Greg. Heartbreak Ridge. Actually, Greg, I, I want to correct myself. Um, when, when you originally said Heartbreak Ridge, you know, it's Clint Eastwood movie. Um, you know, initially I had said, well, Clint Eastwood, you know, that's what my grandparents and my father watch that that was that genre of film right I, dirty harry i think i had seen yeah um, but i was I, I was i was actually incorrect about this particular movie i have actually seen this movie like a lot um, oh no kidding and actually <laughs> yeah and it's and it's really good here's the thing though i was confused on some points okay um clint eastwood is not black that's different um this takes place in a military base and not a school uh, for kids in a military group, right? Um, yep. Yep. Key and, difference. And uh, and uh, to and it wasn't funny at all. Uh, yeah. Whereas yeah. I remember it being very hilarious. You're, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I I also remember a scene where he shoots the boogeyman. Uh, he shoots yes. the closet. The yes, he does. To be in. Yes, yes, he uh, does. Yeah. Uh, that scene strangely absent from from uh, the it version. Was. It must I, have been a <laughs> must have been a director's cut or something. I remember distinctly. Uh, he said, I will be on you like white on rice in a glass of milk on a paper plate in a snowstorm. And um, Clint did not say that at all. <laughs> so no. So I was confused. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Major pain. Uh, <laughs> no, holy I, yeah. Jesus, Greg. Wow. <laughs> nice callback. This movie is like, it's uh, it's like beat for beat. I mean, it, obviously, it, it's, it's just lifted. I mean, it's not even like an homage. It's just, it, it's... It's a remake by the Waynes brothers, Marlon Waynes. Um, no, Damon Waynes. Yeah, yeah, Damon Damon, Damon Waynes so. was at the helm on that one. Uh, yeah, I got halfway through this movie and I just I did one of those face palms like I've seen this. So 
uh, this actual movie, I'll start it off. Uh, was it rad? I never saw this as a kid. Again, Clint Eastwood was just, that was my dad's stuff. I never watched any of the, any of his Westerns, anything like this. Um, you know, honestly, I expected more Bridges of Madison County in the Army than than what it is. So it was kind of different. Yeah. Uh, so, Greg, I'll ask you, what uh, what was rad about this film to young Gregory? Well, uh, this this was definitely a movie that uh, was it was kind of the I'm trying to think of a good way to describe this. It, certainly, when people say Clint Eastwood films, if and you were to talk about them in the in the '80s or the '90s, people kind of had two distinct eras of Clint Eastwood that they would kind of go to the well to draw from, and it was the spaghetti western era of Clint Eastwood, and then the Dirty Harry era of Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. But Clint Eastwood made a ton of movies. <laughs> um, and and this, uh, he, he directed this film, and it came out in 86, and this was kind of one of the forgotten uh, Clint Eastwood films, I think, when you look at kind of his canon um, through the 90s. And my dad was a huge Clint Eastwood fan, and Clint Eastwood movies, I saw a ton of them growing up. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the ones that always stuck with me. I remember it being really neat. I definitely saw it on TBS, uh, the Superstation. And it is a very different movie unedited. So uh, rather than tell you everything that I had zero recollection, I'm going to tell you the <laughs> sure. things I do remember. Okay. Uh, I remember Swede. I remember uh, Clint Eastwood always having a great one-liner, but that's every Clint Eastwood movie ever made. I remember him fighting the, uh, the uh, uh, you know, I don't even know. what. Who, who's who's the guy that's making his life really difficult? What, what Major the, the guy who runs the ba- yeah. Major, the Major. Yeah, I remember major. him fighting the Major in water. I remember them actually going to war. And I remember a lot, and I mean a lot, of just people goofing around, having to run, and uh, being in bars. A lot of bars in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of everything in this movie. I feel at, at one point he just kind of circles the horn like three times of yeah. stuff. Now, and we'll get into it. I mean, I I, I will say this, and I was going to save it to the end, but I, I'll, I'll do it up front. Young Paul would have found this movie rad. I'll, t- yeah, I'll tell you that I right mean, now. It's, it, it's got, it has you know, that it's got- Clint, yeah, Clint Eastwood, you know, one-liners and just kicking ass and taking names. You know, it's a thing that kids can can get behind, I, I think. Just the whole gimmick of taking this ragtag group of guys, making them real soldiers, that sort of... Um, I mean, that's the, that's the plot of the movie. I mean, it's, you know... We've um, seen it before. We'll yep. see it again. It yeah. never goes out of style. It never does. Now, it's, so. it's funny, Paul. Um, you, you said, I've seen this movie before. It's major pain. I thought I've seen this movie before. It's the bad news bears go to the army. Yes. Um I would probably say Major Pain was just closer only because oh, no. it's, it's Major, it, no. that's a direct ripoff. As soon uh, as you said Major Pain I was like, "Oh yeah, actually that is I bet you it's almost shot for shot." <laughs> for, for um Well, don't worry, Greg. I wrote it down. <laughs> so as we go oh, through I'm the film, I'm glad you're picking up my I'll, slack. I'll let you know when we've reached uh <laughs> I'm going to try and slip them in when you don't expect them though. All right. Keep can guessing. we have can we have a ding every time there is a similarity to major pain? We'll have like a ding sound effect. Uh, what about a hoorah? That oh, I like that. That's that's much better. Okay. I, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hoorah! 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 Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess without further ado, <laughs> let's start talking about Heartbreak Ridge. And 
you know what I love about movies that start off with stock footage from a war? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, Paul, <laughs> Paul, now that we're into the main to the main beat of this, that credit sequence goes on forever. Way, way too long. And by the time it it it's in black and white, all the stock footage, by the time the movie starts, which is also in black and white and then like fades into color, I I said I am going to have to apologize to Paul because <laughs> was, if this is setting the tone, this is a two hour and 10 minute movie and the credits are oh, an hour long. That's the best part. I got to the end of the credits and that's when I hit pause and I yeah. realized we're six minutes into a two hour movie. And then I was like, oh, Greg, what did you do to me? <laughs> and I what I what I like to think, Paul, is maybe just a little bit. This is like signing up for boot camp. It and felt like that, yes. And 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 we kind of think like, you know what, we've got this. How tough could it possibly be? And then five minutes on base. Oh, I've made a <laughs> <Yes>. terrible mistake. <laughs> oh no, this is this is not good. How many years did I have to do this for? <sighs> two, two. Oh boy, I get free college. Not no. not worth it. No, not guaranteed. Could've, by the way, could have just could have just. You know what? I'm. Uh, oof. No, I am. I am not cut out for the military life, Paul. Uh. <laughs> No, 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 not this no. guy. I uh, don't. I don't have what it takes. Uh, I will never be the best I can be. I'll never be all I can be. Uh, Nothing. Not. N- not even a Godsmack song can really convince me at this time. <laughs> not, no. No. <laughs> not. Not. not uh, Saint. Saint of Massachusetts. Sully himself hey, he, cannot uh, persuade you. No. No. Um, I will say though, it was. Uh, you know, by the time it actually fades into color, and I mean, guess where we start out. Uh. This this movie has four locations. It's a it's a the backroads of North Carolina, a army barracks, as you stated, a bar and a prison cell. Yeah, uh, it saves a lot of money on on location shooting. Don't get me wrong, but um, we fade in and and Clint Eastwood is telling this story. Now I got to tell you, Greg, I, I really genuinely have not seen a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. I I saw the. Uh, some of the spaghetti westerns a couple years ago just to kind of watch them um I, I, I sorry guys i didn't really find them all that interesting um more of his most of his newer movies have been either romantic dramas or gran torino um which even gran torino i, I just i didn't i didn't find exciting and it's because of this clint eastwood talks at one octave oh yeah he's got one speed and after a while, it gets kind of annoying um, because it's like, I, like, why is nobody in this film going? Are you, are you mad at me? Are you happy? <laughs> are you yelling now? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm telling you a story about how my mother was killed, and it was very sad for me. <laughs> I, are you yep. crying? What? Yes, I'm crying. <laughs> like what? It's what I find. I, I'm not intimidated. No, no. And what I what I find interesting is that I feel like this and Gran Torino actually have two things in common. I think it's literally Clint Eastwood just being like, I'm going to make a movie about me being unhappy with, <laughs> yes. with the kids of today. Yeah. Like, I honestly do, because like I it's it's the movie stars Clint Eastwood as kind of a a, you know, uh, uh, Vietnam and North Korea or, or a Korean War vet. And he's he's gone kind of nowhere, but he is like the old school, tough as nails, hard, hard, hard Marine. And uh, he decides he wants to go back to where he originally sort of uh, 
started out because uh, he's getting close to forced retirement. That's yeah. that's that's the clock, and this is it. He doesn't have many years left. He's he's almost he's almost aged out to where they won't let him just do anything anymore. Right, and he's kind of got that attitude of um, and, and he's. I mean, I, yeah. If we skip the jail scene, that's fine. Um, he beats a guy up in the jail cell. Well, and- it's important because it's Pig Guy from from Swamp Thing. <laughs> also, um, uh, how did he get that cigar? Well, Greg, did if they you notice- did they not search people in the eighties when they threw them into the drunk tank? They didn't like give them the old pat down. I love I love how this jail cell is so eclectic. You have bikers, gangbangers, yep. whatever the Pig Guy is, and farmers. So. I assume there's just a cigar salesman who's also been thrown in. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds that sounds fine. That sounds reasonable. Uh, so yeah, so he he's uh he's from the uh, he's gonna be drummed out um because it, at some point he's gonna age out. But he wants to go out to you know his old unit. He wants to go out fighting like a marine, right? It's that old um Klingon. Today is a good day to die kind of yeah kind of jive for him. So um lo and behold, wouldn't you know it. He gets transferred back to his old unit, and um, and boy, doesn't the uh, the fun just start with Mario Van Peebles? Because man, he I never like gets Mario tired in this movie. Because you're gonna see him a lot. He's this sort of uh, <sighs> wannabe rock musician, and oh, he's the Coco it's, Beware it's, of music. Actually, that is an excellent uh, description. He also busts out his Jamaican accent again, which I was I was uh, so happy to hear again. I haven't heard that since Jaws 4, The yep. Revenge. So yep. great. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we can basically get kind of straight into this, Paul, where he goes back to his old base. And of course, the the major, major powers is by the book. He's never been in combat. And this is a thing that comes up a lot is all the people that are in charge now. They're all from schools straight to the military, not I've been to combat and and... And oh. now am in charge. That oh, is what a recurring a, thing. I will say one of my favorite things with powers comes up much later in the movie when like they they're having the drill and and the the general comes over and he goes major powers Indianapolis uh, class of seventy one like it's not rank it's not readiness it's here's my class and my graduation year right. like wow but yeah so um he he gets thrown into this group um I gotta say I like the lieutenant in this movie he's always funny and he's actually a character i like um because he he sticks by uh we should say his uh gunnery sergeant uh is it tim tom highway i almost said tim conway and that would have been a dwarf? much <laughs> much <laughs> better <laughs> movie dwarf goes to the army <laughs> dwarf, yeah, sign me on, up for that one. dwarf on army yes that would have been i was in denam <laughs> oh that'd be amazing <laughs> They always have to pan the camera down. Way down. Yeah, no, every time he's he's doing like that like patent walk where he's like yelling at everyone, you only see the knees of everyone else. Yeah, he's got the, he's, he's got the corn pipe. Oh, that'd be amazing. Now see what you wanna do here is we wanna go ahead and take the enemy. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I read your book. Oh god, that'd be amazing. Um <laughs> It's a way better movie. Can we please... Okay, look, serious, serious. Can somebody take the character of Dorf and bring him back? I loved Dorf when I was younger. I cannot believe there is not oh. a Dorf ghost of the army. It's gotta be. There, I, there, okay, okay, hold on. We're I looking know, this I up. know he did golf. 
but oh dwarf on golf is fantastic there was dwarf goes auto racing the movie what year is that what oh yeah 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 yeah. what year come on google hit me with it i just want to tell you that dwarf goes auto racing is 1990 really yeah yeah um I don't know if anybody, uh, because they don't, because we never recorded it. Uh, We're not going to do strong comedy parody movies because, you know, that that is an unrecorded episode of of This Was Rad when when we were recording two at a time. That's right. There is a lost episode. Um, uh, Anyway, seriously, though, we will be doing that Are You Afraid of the Dark thing because I got quite a few uh, enthusiastic, yes, please go do that on Twitter. So, Uh, you, you... Okay, so what was it? First, last, and our favorites. Uh, actually, actually, I had some people suggest some episodes. So I think you should pick an episode, I should pick an episode, and we'll pick a couple of the episodes that got suggested on Twitter. I think okay. that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we can do like a mini-series. And... It'll just be, yeah, it'll just be four because they were half hour, so four of them together is basically like a, like you and I watching a movie. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Um, perfect. So, we'll, uh, so anyway... Um, Back to this film that we're really interested in talking about. Yeah. Uh, now, now you're talking about the, the lieutenant, the guy with the glasses who's never around and he's always just like yeah, 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 writing yeah. papers. Yeah. I mean, I like him because, um, A, he's, he's, he's a funny character when he is being comedic. But um, I will say throughout the film, he, he genuinely sticks up uh, yes. for Gunnery Sergeant Highway many times. And it's not just like, a, you know, oh, he's the, you know, I'm doing it out of respect for him. He does it because he realizes that's my command and I'm allowing this guy to do what he needs to do because I don't know. Um, and I like that. He also has a little bit of an arc. Yeah, he does. Yep. He kind of grows throughout this movie, unlike everybody else. Yeah, I I would agree. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we can just, we can just, so uh, Hart, uh, Gunnery, sorry, I'm going to constantly call him Hartman instead of Highway because of Full Metal Jacket. I'm going to try very hard I not just, to do I, you this. You know what? I just started calling him Clint. All my notes just say Clint. All right. So, so, well, you know what? They constantly call him Gunny in the movie. I'll just try to stick with that. Sure. So, so he shows up and of course, what is everyone's in like civilian clothing? They're all goofing off. Well, Clint's yeah. having absolutely zero of it, and he starts whipping everyone into shape. I know. He's like, get out front, and then line that up, one we're kid going comes, on a run. And then that one kid runs across the field. He's got a leather jacket. He's got a bad attitude. And, oh, yeah. And, and Major Gunnery is just not having it. No, he's And not. so, you know, he just, um, you know what he does is uh, he, he tells them all to take their shirts off because, God damn it, Clint loves a shirtless man. I... My hand got tired writing down they're shirtless. Oh, yeah. No, they're shirtless <laughs> almost as much as they aren't in yes, this movie. Yes. Yeah. Which is weird. It's odd. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about Clinton in any weird ways, but I mean, I'm not saying he's a Rock Hudson kind of thing, but it's, <laughs> you know, for the old Let me ask you something. Do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. It's yeah, it comes very across like that. <laughs> I want to see some man nipple on this screen. I want to see them just at their raw, primal, running, glistening. And at random times, I want ready to camera. murder anyone the government points them at. And at random um, times, I want tight shots of their ass running. Yeah. So if you as a listener are like, hey, you know what? I could really go for a movie where there's young, attractive men with their shirts off exercising a lot. Yeah. This is actually a really good it's flick great. for you. It's, it's perfect. Uh, yeah. 
you know, Clint does the dressing down. He gives them nicknames and all that fun stuff. Um, and can we can we just say that if you the uh, <laughs> the classic '80s f word that we don't like to say on this podcast oh, happens wow. about every five minutes, it really bummed me out. I forgot. Again, I'd only seen this on TV. I forgot how prevalent that was in certain movies, and in this movie, it's everywhere. I, I, I got to tell you, other than like real hardcore fantasy or interesting you know peace movies anything that's set actually in the 80s it th that word is in every single one of these movies so anyway uh the guys are upset that clint eastwood has said you know what it's gonna whip you guys in the shape i'm gonna turn you into marines because a lot of other people basically they were the the group that they kind of put all the troublemakers in and they kind of just left them alone yeah now I'm not military. I've never, as we discussed, I never even could. I couldn't even cut in the Coast Guard. I mean, I, I would love to know, is there this Sergeant Bilko group of ne'er-do-wells in the army? It's so I was I was also curious about that because so I, I've, had a, I've had a few friends of mine that have, that have made the military their career. And I've never heard them say like, oh yeah, there, and then there was the ragtag group. <laughs> kind of just did whatever they wanted and we didn't care and i mean you know like i I'd, I'd get the story every so often where like oh yeah there was a slacker and we had to you know make him run laps you know until yeah, he finally yeah, yeah. decided to cave and actually start applying himself and actually become part of the group like i heard plenty of stories about that where yeah i mean like... never never the oh yeah so we we transferred him to you <laughs> yeah. know the the Kiss Army barracks, and he just kind of had a party for four years. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, uh, no, um, uh, Sergeant Thompson. Uh, see, what he likes to do is goof off a lot. And, you know, here in the in the U.S. Marines, the top of the on the ground military yeah. uh, branch. Um, you know, when when Sergeant Tom, you know, when Corporal Thompson there gets a little squirrely, what we like to do is put him in the old ping pong barracks. Where he can play uh, table hockey all day and uh, pray he never has to protect me. And it's that's so a good odd. point. These are the Marines. Yeah, right. Meaning, like you, you don't just you, you and I, Paul, can't just go somewhere and <laughs> can't go to a recruitment office and just go. Can we just go straight to the <laughs> Marines? Like, yeah, right. It doesn't. You you have to be the best. Of the best yeah, yeah. to be the Marines. No, I'm going to go join the Marines. I'm 38. I'm going to tell them, listen, can I just, can I go to the recon group? Because it looks like a very fun group. I very a fun. Vacation. But anyway, so anyway, yeah. um, the guys <laughs> so are upset that, 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 you know, now, now they're actually having to do what they signed up for. And who, yeah. who likes that? And they decide that, you know what, all we got to do is wait for Swede to get out of the brig and he'll, he'll put, uh, he'll put Gunny in his place. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, there's a couple things that happen between that, but eventually Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, WWE right. superstar walks across the field. RIP, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Right? Yes, sadly. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and Nikolai and, Volkov died a couple days ago. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Oh, I man. Did. Uh, Big Van Vader, too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, about a month ago. Man. Yeah. Man. At least some. I got to say, Greg, at least some of these guys are passing away due to age finally. I, well, Nikolai Volkov was like 70 something. Yeah, yeah. He was real uh, old. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think. Yeah. I think him and he, the Iron Sheik are the two oldest. Yeah. Sheik's still going, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. And, and, uh, 
we all we don't share some of our some of his views. Congratulations to Hulk Hogan for being reintroduced to the Wrestling Hall of Fame. I gotta say his contributions to the sport. Uh, there would be no Hall you of Fame. It it it. Without take Hulk. everything I, I I know a lot of people like myself have a hard time artist versus art yeah uh, they are not the same and anyone who tells you that Hulk Hogan did not put the WWF at the time on the map is crazy it yeah. was all him there wasn't like oh it was him and all these other people look I love Macho Man Randy Savage as much as the next guy it was Hogan Hogan was the money maker he was the showman Everyone loved him. He brought in all the money. He uh, he was the guy. I'll tell you. Um, did you watch the Andre uh, documentary? Yes, I did. And man, is that a good documentary. phenomenal? I mean, I could not recommend a documentary more. I would say Hulk Hogan and like barely like one point one. Like, like you know, it's one, two, three, one point nine seven is Andre the Giant. If Andre yeah. wasn't where he was and put him over the top, yeah, the whole thing, I mean, it's... But anyway, we're we're digressing instead of talking about this fantastic movie. The Swede gets out. <laughs> Clint does exactly what he does every time he's presented with this situation. By the way, I'm never shocked he wins any hand-to-hand combat oh, anytime. I'm, I am shocked. It's silly. That, I'm shocked because this movie is... Directed, produced, and starring Clint Eastwood. I'm shocked it's not written by Clint Eastwood <laughs> because anytime he fights anyone and they're always Bigger. like a always. foot taller than him and have like 80 pounds or younger on him, or something. Yep, every he, time he takes and they're not even good fights. He takes everyone out in like three hits. Well, I'll say this: number one, Clint looks good in this film. I mean, oh, I don't know he, how old no, he, he he looks. He looks like a brick house of a man yeah, himself. I don't know how age. old he was when he was in this, but man, he looks ready to roll. But I'll also say this, all of the fights, he he fights the way someone like that would fight. He's not fighting fake punch for fake punch. Nope, he's going to see what you're telegraphing, take advantage of it, and then squeeze your wrist till bones break. That yeah, that's every, how somebody is- like that would fight. Yeah, he, he, he waits for them to make the first move and then like basically he's like, Okay, I know what I know what you're gonna leave open. Bam, 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 this is over now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so Swede bad, uh but... did Swede shows up, yeah, like you said, does nothing. No, <laughs> just, no, no. Just, As a matter just gets hurt. I kinda like the end of the scene. Everybody runs out and he just and Clint just looks at him and goes, Now why don't you fall a line? And, right. and the Swede goes, Well, Yes, Gunny Sergeant. <laughs> and he runs out like a child. I love it. It's just right. Like, <laughs> I am so stupid for crossing you. <laughs> so so uh, can we uh <laughs> can we get to the can we get to the parts I actually want to talk about and how Clint is a uh, is a stalker and uh, oh, and has a lot of issues with boundaries. Let's talk about this. Uh, you know, you, you know what I do want to say is uh, we'll we'll come back to some of the training after this. Sure, sure we will. <laughs> this movie, as far as I can tell, is three different scripts all crammed. I totally together. agree. I totally agree. You've got you've yes. got a a uh, aging military man who's looking back at his life and regretting how much time he's spent in the core. Yeah. And and yep. how much it's cost him personally. Yep. And at the end of the day, when the core is forcing you to retire, what do you have? When the core is telling you you're done 
And he's realized this. And and he's infatuated with his ex-wife that he kind of always regretted. The ex-wife that stuck with him through his actual deployments in Korea and Vietnam. And she is a character that we've seen before who just said, I can't take this. I can't, I can't take you being away for years at a time. I never know if you're alive or if you're dead. And, and when you're our home, you're spending more time devoting all your energy to the core than you are to me. And that's the end of this. Yep. You have another movie where a uh, tough as nails, uh, you know, ancient artifact of a soldier is teaching these new kids how to do it because the new methods, they're not good. It's not like humans constantly improve with every generation upon bodies of knowledge to do things better, dare I say differently and also better. Yeah. No, we have to rely on training tactics that, that foster terror, paranoia, <laughs> and, and I'm going to assume real distrust of authority with some of the things that he does. Um, and the other movie I would say is is a war picture uh, later in the film an actual war movie yeah the war movie i would say is like is minor um it, it is in there but um you're absolutely right about the first two it, it, it's by the way it, it's actually funny all of those scenes with him and his ex-wife kind of exactly what i expected from this movie um oh I, this this movie is incredibly paid by numbers i mean yeah. it's it's you've seen Every scene in this movie better somewhere else. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, I expected that to be the whole movie. Like, it was going to be much heavier, a lot oh, more drama. Oh, okay. Even with him going back to his old unit, like, I expected him to have to deal with, you know, newer guys, but, like, realizing I'm not for this man's army. Um, You know, which I actually got to say... I kind of want to see. I think that would be an interesting movie. Uh, uh, you know what? Maybe we should just rent a soldier with Kurt oh. Russell. <laughs> you mean my favorite arm military-based movie ever where Kurt it's, Russell it's, says, it's, and this is no joke, without yes sir, no sir, 32 actual words. It's, no, it's great. It's awesome. The commission's in it, Michael Chiklis. Gary <laughs> yes. Busey's in it. It's no. The, the, it's great. You want to talk about great, like, B-movies? <laughs> Soldier, you can't do much better than Soldier. Soldier's a great it, ride. It, oh, it's one of my favorites. And it's one of our favorite directors who did it, too. So a lot of the, the scenes with his wife, I mean, we don't have to, I mean, they happen throughout the movie. Basically, what we find out is his wife is dating this other bar guy who, by the way, man, can I just, you love saying this phrase, chewing the scenery. There's oh, yeah. nothing left of this movie by the end. Everybody, even Clint, is at 100% all the time. And it like, it's exhausting watching some of these scenes. I, I read a review by Ebert about this movie, and he said that Clint Eastwood made this movie like he didn't understand it was a B-movie. So you have everyone, like, swinging for the fences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it really shows. Ebert, uh, Ebert by the way, loved this movie. He liked it a lot. Really? Uh, I don't. Siskel did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, interesting we'll, going we'll for it. We'll get to but, the end for us. So anyway, but, so he goes through. So the wife stuff is well, like. It, well, hold on, because what I what I want to talk about is here's here's what I don't get about the whole the wife is dating the guy who runs the bar. We never see the guy who runs the bar as anything but like a monster. I, but I, you know, so it doesn't make any sense to I'll me. I'll tell you like, why it doesn't. He's, he's a terrible character. Unfortunately, it comes at the end, and it's one of these you 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 have to hate him as much as Clint, so that. When what happens at the end, you don't feel bad that he's basically 
barged into town and stolen his wife back. I guess I guess you're right. I you guess know, you're right. He has again, to be like villain. you said, it's paint by numbers. I although I will say that it's much better done in this movie than Major Paint. If I got to give one point back to Heartbreak Ridge over <laughs> okay. Major Paint, Clint reading the women's magazines throughout this picture that is, is never really not touch. funny. <laughs> That's it's that that is I love funny. that as a character beat. Oh, I love that a lot. It's so good, and it comes up later with the wife because, damn it, <laughs> the military terms. I expected no, she a goes, full she frontal goes, assault. You changed, <laughs> you changed you changed your tactics. You went from a frontal assault. Now you're trying to outflank me. <laughs> I love all, that scene. All I can picture is just Clint sitting there going, "But I read all the magazines. They said it's it would right. work." I took all Although, these quizzes. I don't understand any of this. I was just about to say, Clint taking the quizzes. According to this, I'm Miranda from Sex and the City. <laughs> I don't understand what this means. I like how my impression of Clint Eastwood is Robert Loggia. It's not Clint Eastwood at all. And, and a little bit of Solid Snake, I guess, thrown in. 21 questions to see if you're a sensual lover. <laughs> Number one. Do you cuddle? Well, of course I do. I'm a Marine. <laughs> Clint, Clint taking women's magazines quizzes is the greatest idea. Why is that not a Saturday Night Live sketch? We should just submit I, it now. I, I will tell you, uh, my favorite impression of Clint Eastwood of all time is uh, Jim Carrey. He, he does, he yeah. He used to do one in his stand-up on, routine, and it's amazingly uh, good. I think he, I want to say he did it on In Living Color a couple times, That too. That that wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I, or, uh, or a he, military-like character based right, on Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, he reads the women's magazines. I, I truly, I found that, because they do do that in Major Pain, but it comes across very forced, whereas this mm. one, it opens up when he first meets Mario Van Peebles. He's got the magazines. And you're kind of like, did he just find those on the bus? And he's like, well. Because he says someone must have left them here. And and you don't know. And then it turns out that's a line he says every time someone Yeah, and he just keeps them them. reading them. And it's just. But even still, when they when the camera first comes up to him on the bus and he's reading it, you're like, there's, there's no way he just picked up Women's Day and said, oh, this is going to be a good read. It was such, an, such a good it. touch. It said that their sex birds had come up with 85 tips <laughs> that drive men wild. I have to see what those are, all 85 of them. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a minute. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, such, it's such great. I'm trying to think of more quizzes. <laughs> I think maybe we should take five seconds at the end of this and find a quiz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Anyway. Uh... So, anyway. Uh... Again, we see, you know, now that Swede has fallen in line, uh, we've got them training and uh, <laughs> Highway kind of trains like a lunatic where he just fires live rounds at the guys. Oh, but Greg, why? I mean, what is the well, possibility it, it, that him firing a distinct weapon he's taught his troops to learn the sound of from a distance would ever come back up in this movie, let alone three additional times? Who would know? Who certainly who could certainly guess? not certainly not literally everyone watching this movie. Right, yeah. So um the recon team, they go and they're gonna have a a like a mini war game um with Powers' A team, as it were. Um I think they're actually called Company A, something like that. I believe they are called Company A. Yeah, but so, I honestly um, don't know. You know, and they're walking along, they trip on the wire, and he's like, Damn, this is where we always get ambushed. And, you know, and, and of course, why do you have to get ambushed? That's 
turn the tide or whatever he says, right? And they ambush them. And I legitimately expected none of Company A's beeper belts to go off. I just assumed they would not work. (laughs) It's just totally rigged, but I guess the powers his credit. He actually does follow all the rules. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I expected zero, and, and at least he does that, so. And then he goes and he tries to uh, seduce his wife. Doesn't work out. He ends up getting drunk. He's thrown in jail. And now we with with Mario Van Peebles. And this is where Mario Van Peebles figures out that uh, he was at a place called Heartbreak Ridge, and that yeah, he, was, yeah. uh, he was given the the Congressional Medal of Honor. And yeah. he kind of starts to gain respect for him here, and so does everyone else in the group. Yeah. And and it's you know as much as this is the kind of scene that I expected from the movie. It's not bad. I think the the guy who plays the other sergeant, the major sergeant or sergeant major, um, which is like one step below, I think, uh, major. He, that actually is actually pretty good. He plays the character really well. He kind of plays what you expect from that age of military. Like uh, I'm I'm doing the best I can, but I know enough to keep myself in line. What the military expects. When I got to retire, I'll retire. Um, and he does a pretty good job. Um, and then and then we go to. Uh, we cut back to the camp, and I, I swear to God, I just wrote down, and their shirts are off again. Um, it's just yep. <laughs> over time. Yep. However, Clint threw a curveball at us, and he and this is a good scene or a key scene rather. They're all in the showers now. The fact that the, all of these men were naked and soaping in the shower, showering with their underwear on, very odd. Um, I guess Clint could only take so much man meat on the screen. Mario Van Peebles has his guitar in the shower. Yeah, that's not good. That's bad for instruments of any kind, like the warp. Yeah, um, but he's still got an amp connected to it because it sounds beautiful. <laughs> it does. Kind of like when there's no microphone around him in the club and he's walking <laughs> yes, around yes, yes. and you can hear him perfectly. Yeah, so. yeah, without a microphone. Um, But then we, we see one of the guys comes in. Um, one of Powers' guys comes in and uh, and he wants to get the troops there, the recon team, to basically tattle on on highway. But we we now we see they've changed their minds. Nope, we're gonna do what we're we're behind High Tower. Um, and it's in, and what yeah what it, one of the yeah it, it, it draws the emotion you expect, but it's uh, it's so kind of uh. I wish they had gone I, after a trophy. It would have been much funnier. I also didn't, I don't feel like any of the beats involving the guys suddenly having a change of heart, they don't feel really earned. I I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because we don't really know many of the guys and the ones that we do is like Mario Van Peebles and his character is awful. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Yes, we don't, we never get any character development from, from them. Uh, and it's sad because I think they have some characters that could have been unique or interesting. Like the one character we, they, that we do is Abante. Um, we find out, you know, he's, he's got a job and he's trying to support his family um, as well as be a Marine. But it almost feels like, oh yeah, we should probably throw in some tension with one of the guys. It doesn't feel like this is important. Um, it it kind of feels like it's a, an afterthought um, in the movie. Um, but anyway, um, so after that, um, there's a social function. I don't know if you want to talk about that at all. But then uh, we finally see that they get the call that uh, they need to go to real a real situation. There's been a school in Granada that has been overrun by Cubans. And I wrote down they're invading Club Med. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's 
It's the invasion of Granada. It was a real thing. And uh, wouldn't you know it, Gunny's group turns out to be real ready. Oh, you know, I wouldn't have expected a team that's been whipped into shape um, and having to run miles and actually train and, and numerous montages to that effect would actually uh, have come around to be ready. Um, still a bunch of smart asses, but I mean, you know, they're they're ready to fight. Um, but they they go in. I, this this war part it disappointed me because they have the fighting leading up to the hospital. Okay. And they get the hospital, and that's fantastic. And then they go, nope, there's one more place to take. And it's almost that, like... Which makes zero sense because no one explains why. They're just like, oh, we got what we came for. Now go fight more people. For, I, it's, I didn't understand it. Not even that. Well, by the way, they're the recon team. And yet, for some reason, God forbid they recon anything. Um, right. Yeah, literally. <laughs> right? Literally doing their job but, they named after. So, so they start hiking up a hill. They can see the hospital from the hill. It's not like this is like when you were a kid and your dad said, I want to see you run up there and ta- t- touch that tree. And you got halfway through and you, your dad was still like in full vivid color. You could see his mustache and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so far away from my dad. Like, <laughs> like, that's what this they're barely up the hill. And they a tank, a freaking tank rolls over the hill and starts shooting at him. And I bring all this up because when they finally take it over, powers had given them an order. Don't take the hill, dude. Could you not see the goddamn tank? <laughs> you were 10 feet away. And it just, it, ah, it, it just, it felt hollow. Um, I did write down Preston Garvey would be happy that they finally took the castle, though. Uh, he would be thrilled. Yeah. Um, and then he would say, but another settlement needs your help. And he'd uh, he'd tell them that it's time to head over to Drake it and uh, go talk to a farmer over there. And, and when you're done with that, I, uh, I need you to head to Newton and talk to a... Uh, couple of out outposters over there and and then maybe you can go to methuen and uh talk to some people over there yeah and uh and no I, matter what happens no matter how many uh triangle exclamation points are on your uh on your settlement map all of them if it has to be uh help none of them because these yeah, are hollow quests yeah do you know but do I, search for the treasure of jamaica plain that's a pretty fun quest what's that do search for the treasure of Jamaica Plain. That's a fun quest. Yeah, it actually is. Um, I got to tell you, um, I, I I played a good chunk of that game, and then I stopped, and uh, I recently put in probably another 40 hours into it. Still haven't got to the DLC. Really? Yeah, it's uh, kind of ridiculous. You should cut to Far Harbor, my man. Far Harbor rules. That's what I have heard. I've heard Far Harbor is, like, really good. Far Harbor's great. It's 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 the best DLC for, for, for that one. But let's get down to the brass tacks here, Paul. Uh, what are we going to name our team in Fallout 76? Um, not going to get nuked. Mm, you play on PC, right? Uh, I'm actually debating picking up a cheap uh, Xbox One. Well, a lot of my friends play on that. I believe Xbox One and PC are, are still going to support crossplay. If that's the case, I'm going to be very happy. I know PS4. PS4 is never going to support it, and that's nope, Sony. No, nope. PS4 doesn't want to share with anybody. Nope. I know a lot of Fortnite people got really mad about that. Yep. Uh, but I believe PC, Switch, and Xbox are pretty much going to make a pact, and I foresee them coming out with an exclusive multiplayer game amongst those oh three, just just to finally try and crush Sony. I was I was thinking we could name our place. Uh, this was Rads because you get I Rads. Like that. I like that. I or like maybe that. like here, here there be rads or something. Some 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 play on the word rads. I like I like this was rads. 
There we go. Yeah. This was Rad's. Join us on our private server <laughs> that will inevitably happen so we don't have to put up with a bunch of jerks. I swear to God, I hope this private server is because I will literally not be playing with it. Yep. I'll play I'm with you. I'll with play you. with select friends right. who I want to play with. I will not be playing on a server full of randos that are just going to nuke my settlement every 10 minutes. Yep. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, they come back. Heroes, uh, uh, Gunny sees his ex-wife and they kind of like hold hands oh, and hold walk on, off. Hold on. The I got two questions for this ending. Oh, please, please lay it on me. Number please. one, did they film Delta Force at the same time? A hundred percent they did. Okay. Because yes. <laughs> I did kind of, I kind of pictured them filming this. So this, they coming home from this. And then they were like, awesome. That's a wrap, guys. That's a wrap. Um, All right. Let's turn it around. Do a 180. We got Delta uh, Force coming on. in. Let's do it. Come on. Chuck's on the next flight. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Come on. Uh, my second question. I think it's a simple yes or no. She left her wedding that day to go meet him because she is in a white dress with white, with white, with white lace yeah, gloves. Actually. She's short of a veil. I'm going to say... <laughs> She was at the altar. <laughs> yes, yes. And then was like, I can't do this, and then ran off. <laughs> no, no, no. I picture someone, because it's a military. Uh, there has to be someone from the military there. It's military time. So you just hear a radio. Uh, recon team has just landed. <gasps> I hate you. That's right. <laughs> and bolts. Bye. <laughs> yes. I so there we that. go. That's the end of the movie. Paul. Yeah. I am terribly sorry I made you watch this movie. <laughs> well, Greg, is this movie still rad? Because I'm going to go first. No, you're going to go first. Is this still rad? No. God, no. This movie's not good at all. <laughs> I am sorry I suggested this movie. I feel personally responsible. I feel terrible. Um, No, this movie's not good. Wow. I Even a chopped down 90-minute version of this movie. There's a good movie in here. Uh, Gene Siskel agrees with you and I. He'd rather the movie just be about the wife and the husband trying to repair relationships and, and an old Marine finding his way in the world with which war that he's devoted all his life to is, is has gone out of fashion. That's a movie. That's a great movie. I love the idea of it. No. Oh, God, no. Please do not watch this movie. Um, And I like Clint Eastwood movies. So I would say if you want to watch a rad Clint Eastwood movie, you can't really do wrong with High Plains Drifter... Or The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I mean, that's a classic one. If you want something a little more modern. Uh, Gran Torino, which I actually like, I think is a pretty rad flick. Um, again, it's just Clint Eastwood being Clint Eastwood in the year 2000. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's just him like, hey, look at these punks. Look at these stupid punks. I hate all these kids. I'm cool. I'm the, I'm the real cool guy here. I'm Clint Eastwood. Um, so no, no, Paul, surprise me. Was Major Pain rad? <laughs> Major Pain is fantastic. It is a All great right. movie. Uh, this movie was shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, no um, this movie is it, bad. I, I'm so, I'm so with you. I'm honest, honest to God, like genuinely, Major Pain takes all of the points, all of the 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 bullets that you want to see in this movie, from the romance stuff to to the training of the troops, to getting that win at the end, that satisfaction. I, I, I'll tell you why, because we just watched it maybe six, seven months ago. We even got Willow to watch it. She thought it was hilarious. The movie holds up really well. Um, this movie, the problem I have with this movie is it's it, the, the overacting is like, the over-the-top acting is just, it's so much. Um, and it's too long for what it wants to be, which is, I think... A comedy, uh, you know, with some romantic elements, which is an 80s thing. 
it's 30 minutes too long. I think they just kind of went around the horn a couple times too many, and it ends up just not working as well as it should have. And and I think they focus way too much on Mario Van Peebles instead of seeing more parts of the other characters. Like, yep, okay, Swede's a big 100%. guy. Where the hell was Swede? Why was he gone? Like, they don't, they don't even explain right. that. We know he was in the brig, but for what? That's it. Is he... Is, is his character always in the brig? He like, seems like a jolly fellow afterward. I don't understand. Um, yeah, it's just, like I said, it's it's it wanted to be a good movie, and it just it didn't make it. So, yeah, that's it. It's not uh, officially not rad uh, from me. Um, now, now, while you were explaining and begging my forgiveness for making me watch this atrocity... Um, <laughs> I went ahead and I found it. We're not going to do all the questions and get to the answer, but um, I do want to do, uh, I found a quiz called uh, from Marie Claire called uh, your celeb soulmate quiz. I will go ahead and uh, you can throw that up on Twitter uh, when this releases. All right. And we're going to uh, find out who is uh, Clint Eastwood's soulmate. Uh, I was thinking what we'll do is we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go one question each. That way we each get to do the all voice. Right. And we'll, and that way we're also each of us is picking a different answer. So this should That's be good. Fun. So it's even more confusing. So would you All like right. to? Would you like like to have honors? I'll do it. I'll do it. I think we should we should not read every answer, just the answer that we're yes, gonna pick. Yes, I'm totally fine. That'll take way too long. Yep, All right. Yep. So my ideal first date is well, it's obviously tickets to an NBA game or better yet, a monster truck. <laughs> Are you are you clicking these and keeping? Track? Yes, of course I am. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, okay, I'm, okay, yeah cool. I'm gonna click the same ones as you, so we get the same answer. Great. Uh, uh, my ideal vacation would be hmm, a museum tour of Italy, hitting the Uvazi in Florence and the Peggy Guggenheim in Venice, and the voyages of Rome. Hmm. Oh, this one's not even that great. <laughs> Your favorite movies are. Well, obviously, it's action flicks. <laughs> the most important quality of the guy is... This oh. also is an incredibly easy question for him. <laughs> oh. Well, clearly, it's passion. He needs to have a zest for life. I would have also accepted strength so that you could feel protected and safe. We'll, <laughs> we'll stick with passion. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. The most important thing in my life. Ooh. Mmm. Well, it's not laughing and having fun. <laughs> no, no, I think it's going to be fun. Do you think he'd pick true love? I, in this movie, yes. Uh, yeah, you know, true. it's true love. <laughs> the whole point, he's trying to get his ex-wife back. Yeah, okay, no, no, we'll see. We'll okay, go. Where would you most like to live? Well, that's a good one. Uh, anywhere I travel is home. Guys, I usually date are total guys, guys. <laughs> Because I date myself, obviously. Well, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty good. This, this is a good question. If you, could judge, if you could switch jobs, what would your next profession be? They don't have another branch of the military on here. <laughs> My answer was a corpsman, but just in a different corps somewhere. I guess I'll have to go with Poet. My sense of style. Whatever lets me be active, because I need clothes I can really move. Mostly without my shirt, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, shirtless wasn't an option. <laughs> <laughs> you broke up with your last boyfriend because... Uh, uh, ooh, that, 
This is a tough one. <laughs> this, uh, I'm trying to get with my ex-wife, so what was my problem? I think I, I think you got to go with insensitive. Yeah, he was really insensitive. That bastard. When it comes to looks, my ideal mate is muscles, muscles, muscles. <laughs> of course it is, yes. Who did we get? Uh, uh, don't say it yet. I'm still waiting. It's calculating. Ooh. I'm ready. You ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Go ahead. Do, do, do the honors, by all means. Channing Tatum is a real guy's guy. He drinks beer, <laughs> hangs with his buddies, and loves the outdoors and roughing around. If you get and my he knows trip. how to dance. <laughs> I'm attracted to his masculine ways. Mmm, masculine muscles. <laughs> and aren't afraid to get down and dirty with them. Just don't pull a hamstring. That's what I like. So there we go. Yeah, this this is what we picture. Clint Eastwood is just taking these quizzes nonstop in his truck. I swear to God, Greg, that may be the greatest bit we have ever done on this fucking pod. Pretty good. I am crying over here. I'm it's pretty dying. good one. I'm dying. <laughs> not said I also, predator. I also would have loved not just him predator. Being, oh, I loved the predator of pricing. Not said the predator of pricing. Have I laughed so hard at my own bit? I just, I, I just love the idea of him reading the headlines do, of the articles. Too, like, it... what song should I walk down the aisle to at my work? <laughs> Is your best friend cheating on you with your boyfriend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh okay. Let's go ahead and thank everybody who just listened to that. And let's and let's say, uh, sorry, uh, Mister Bibbs, and sorry at Turst Tale for not thanking you last episode oh i thought we did no we did not we completely forgot to do it uh i'm gonna go on a limb and say i cut that because it was tied to something else and, okay sure uh, no I no no apologize on twitter so. so yeah double apology uh we did thank you and then we immediately dropped into a a run-on about a particular uh feedback we got and so i cut the whole thing so that's that's Hey, I saved it, though, so eventually they'll hear it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so thank, thank you, guys. guys as as always. always, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on everything. Leave us a review on iTunes, if you would be so kind. And it's uh, kind of all I got, unless you want to become a patron and, and, and throw us some cash. You can get some cool rewards. We are in the process of retooling those. So um, if you see some stuff you like now, great. If not, check back in a month. We should probably have some new stuff up there. Yep, absolutely. So uh, that's it. I have been Paul. I've been Greg. Salute to the troops. The Marines are looking for a few good men. Unfortunately, you ain't it.